to another episode of the Courtside Conference Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Scott. With me today, I have the boss man, Derek. What's good, dude? What's good, bro? How you doing? I'm straight. And the today's special guest, um, Twitter celebrity, Jack. <laughs> Jack <laughs> underscore Michael. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far, but thank you. We're a Celtics <laughs> Twitter legend. Hi, <laughs> <Kind of> there. <laughs> Too kind, too kind. <laughs> My guy from the group chat, who the only one who isn't on Ducky Meter, come on here. I'm gonna go by the JJ later on. <laughs> I don't know. He might not get him. Yeah, I know, right? No, he doesn't like us that much. That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, so how's it going, bro? Pretty good, you know, just just working, studying for CPA exams. So my life is miserable. Um, <laughs> this is like my this is like my break I'm like oh thank god Sam asked me to come on I don't have to study right now like <laughs> I feel you. I feel, so what's the um, so what's the CPA exam about it's for so it stands for certified public accountant it's basically yeah. just like the difference between like an accountant and a CPA is basically just like you're allowed to like sign tax returns essentially oh, which like i'm cool. not gonna ever have to do like my job but like basically like they always say like oh if you're going into accounting just get your cpa and then it makes you like more employable i guess so um, you could work at so like h and r block or something like that <laughs> basically yeah oh, basically okay. cool. but, um, <laughs> but it, yeah it, it's it's four exam parts and obviously like with covid and everything i had like big delays and stuff and how i had to take it. so it's been a whole nightmare but not gonna don't want to get into that <laughs> or else i'll start complaining for an hour <laughs> right exactly so basically a year now i've been studying oh so God. yeah right you haven't so, taken like either I, part of it yet there are four parts i took two so far i passed both but this part that i'm studying for right now uh it's in three weeks from today actually so God. um it's it's really hard it's like like the whole like tax law and all that stuff and business law and and like yeah it's like uh, Jesus Christ. So once you um <laughs> so once you finish that, are you done with all school related stuff? Like finally? Once I finish DPA, yeah. So theoretically should be done in March of twenty twenty one. Fingers crossed. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Let's get to it. So you a Celsius fan, like uh so when exactly did you become a fan? Yeah, so I mean I kind of became a fan like I mean, I'll put it this way, like, I don't really remember watching, like, 2008 finals. I'm sure I watched it, but, like, it's long enough ago for me, at least, to where I'm just, like, I don't really remember. I was 11 years old, you know? Like, yeah. I, I I, really don't. 2010 is when I really start, like, remembering, remembering, which is which sucks, because obviously it's 2010, but... Yeah. Um, but I guess I'm really a Celtics fan because my dad, uh, he was a Celtics fan, so he kind of like passed it along to me. Um, oh, for those who don't know, I'm from I'm from New York, so obviously a little bit of a disconnect there. But uh, to be a Celtics fan in New York, but yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs> <laughs> so, but my dad was a Celtics fan, so he kind of passed it on to me, um, oh. and I've been a Celtics fan ever since. Yeah, you went to school at um. BU? Boston University, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. I was trying not to say Boston College. Want to make sure I got it wrong. Sure. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, I went to BU. Obviously, it was great because uh, I graduated in 2019. So like the four years I was there from 15 to 19 was a, a good period to be, you know, in Boston for, for, for Celtics games. I got to go to a couple of good games, a good, yeah. couple of good playoff games, which was really fun as well. And then obviously, Sam, we went to the opener in uh, 2018. Yeah. That was a fun one before the season went downhill. <laughs> that was that right, was before everything. That was the climax of that season. <laughs> the first game. <laughs> it really was. It kind of was. It yeah. kind of was. That Jalen like fake dunk on Embiid was like the best moment of my life. Yeah. It was, like the last happiness I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we won't get too much into that. We don't talk about that. Right. Like every show at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. I think everybody <laughs> in our age range kind of like latched on to that same year, pretty much. Yeah, because it's like, when you might first, be like, like... A few years before us. Oh yeah, I I got on. I was I became a Celtics fan like I think early two thousand. Yeah. 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 So I was suffering with Paul Pierce. That was, you know. <laughs> right. Like I was I was gonna say, like for some like someone like me, like I I've only had one like bad year to be a fan. Like it's just right. the, you know, the, Mark, the Marcus Smart lottery year. Like yeah. other than that, it's been it's been great. Like Yeah. <laughs> the best lottery team ever. That's right. Stamps. <laughs> Kelly Kelly Olenek leading the tank, baby. Let's go. Let's get it. Dope. Let's get into today. We had a pretty eventful, like, first 30 minutes to start the um, start the day. That's about it. Then it kind of fizzled out. Yeah. <laughs> but the one bit trade we got CP3 to the Suns for, who was it, Ubre, Rubio, Ty Jerome, and some, some picks. Yeah. And Jalen the Q. Yeah. yeah. That's Jalen the G League or whatever, right? I think he was in the G. I think he had a two way contract, I think. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, OKC's got a stupid amount of picks now. They're like half yeah. of a first round. So. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they got half right. the draft. <laughs> right. right. Years. <laughs> oh, and yeah, right. And it's funny because, like, obviously, like, Sam Presti has been their GM forever. So, like, he's the one. He drafted Kevin Durant. He drafted James Harden and everyone. But, like, in the past couple of years, he only drafts guys by their dunk rating now. So, it's it's going to be funny yeah, that they're going to have, funny. like... <laughs> and they have to actually, like, draft a good player. We yeah. have, like, a top Right, it's pick. like... Right. So, he's not just going to get, like, oh, okay, like, who has who, who can jump the highest? That's, that's right. what we're getting, like... Yeah, right. Bonnie Bates comes soon. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if they're, like... Though. If they're like really bad this year, like they could be in the running for Cade next year, which is cool for them. Like, yeah, because yeah, so who knows? I don't know how you go from the season you just had this season to like a lottery, like, yeah, I don't, it's just just weird because they superseded a lot of expectations. I definitely didn't expect them to, to go as far as they did or even have the seating that they had. Cause that made right. yeah, but I mean, hopefully it works for him. Does Chris Paul take the Suns to the playoffs? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> they'll at least be. In the I playoffs. mean, like they're <laughs> right, like 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 they were like good last year. They were fine, like yeah. But like 
obviously Chris Paul is going to be like, I mean, probably not their best player. Probably Booker is probably better than him at this point. But like, yeah. like Chris Paul is good. Like he's really oh, good. Yeah. Still really good. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think that Aaron Baines was the unsung hero of that team this past season. Yeah. 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 Also, because really I think was. Aiden missed a bunch of time, right? And he, oh, mm-hmm. he had that like yeah, he got suspended. Because he, yeah, that's right. <laughs> his own, not TDs, but so he was probably smoking weed or something. Yes. Suspended fifty games. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I, I probably would have kept uh, Kelly Oubre though. That's probably that's the only thing like, yeah. that I kind of like. Eh, but you know, they see, got um, that makes sense. Mikael Bridges think, though. Yeah, like, they got Bridges. They have Cam Johnson, who's pretty good. And I think, like, from what I've heard today, like, I've seen it just, I mean, on the timeline, obviously. So, take this with, you know, whatever, like, certainty you have. (laughs) Right. But, like, um, like, they could go after guys like Gallinari, who would be, like, 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 obviously, like, not the defensive player that Ubre was. But, like, that offense with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, like, Gallinari, Aiden, and then whoever, I guess, Cam Johnson, too. Like, that's insane. Like, just, nice. just finally having some real NBA players around Booker. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. And they still got um, so, Sorry too. Or is he a, or is he a oh, for contract this year? I actually have no idea. I have no idea. I don't see this year or next year. <laughs> oh, Sam, I just got your email with the Zoom code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now, I, um, I wonder what happens with... Uh, Steven Adams now. Like you think he stayed yeah. or no, I think I saw something that said he's up for trade too. He is. I think he's an aspiring yeah, I mean, deal he, too. He makes like twenty five million dollars, which I don't know if like 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 what teams would then want to like take that on. You know, I mean if he is expiring, like it's whatever, but like what are like the teams that have like cap room or like Atlanta but they already have yeah. Capella and John Collins. And then I think the other one's like Indiana and they already have Miles Turner and Sabonis. Like obviously these guys are guys that could also get traded, but like the, the teams that have like room to take him in, take him in are like not like they don't need, they don't need Steven Adams. Like, so it is, yeah, it's definitely weird. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, when we were in the um, top room like early last season or before last year. I'm glad we kind of passed on that one. Yeah, she yeah. don't want yeah. to pay us so much for like a not a like a really great center, but just a like really good one. Plus, right. we already had a really good one for like the minimum almost. Yeah, right. Like he's it's it's like the same argument that people are saying for like Miles Turner now, where like Turner is not like a significant significant upgrade to like to like justify paying that much more than Tice. Like it's the yeah. same thing with Steven Adams. Like mm-hmm. and also, I would say Miles Turner might be more valuable just because he could shoot threes and he and he like is a better shot blocker too. So yeah. 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 Like definitely don't want to pay twenty five million dollars to Steven Adams. No offense. Like good on him for getting the bag, but yeah, like but, yeah. <laughs> you know. and you can just like draft another play with that same skill set or uh, yeah, right. just, like, just run it back with Tice. <laughs> it's yeah it sucks because like like unless you're getting a center at least like for me like my opinion like unless you're getting a center that's like Embiid or like Jokic level you know like offensively and I'm with them be defensively like I don't think it's worth like 
just get like five guys that can then do a bunch of stuff. Like run out, just you can play like Grant at center, you can play Tyson center, you can play Rob Williams at center. Like you have three guys that do a bunch of different things. Like, and we, you know, Tyson's has proven that he can play in big minutes. Obviously, he got eaten alive by Bam, but like, uh, Bam's he really ate, good. He ate everybody alive. That's <laughs> really good. That was phenomenal. Um, so, oh my right, God. and then like obviously in the in the Raptor series, Grant proved that he could play like those end of game minutes too. Like, so you have guys that could do that. So you don't need to like overpay mm-hmm. for a guy like Miles Turner or a guy like um, uh, Stephen Adams. Right. At least, like my opinion, like no, I agree with. And you. honestly, this, yeah, like that's gonna tie into some of the foreshadowing into the draft takes too. So, <laughs> oh. but yeah, I'll say you know the the other significant news from today. Apparently, James Harden finally does want to trade after <laughs> not wanting to trade like Wednesday. Right. That one's so weird, man. Hey, man, Russ. Yeah, he he, but he signed to like twenty three. Like, I don't see how he has any leverage. He doesn't. Like, you can want to go somewhere all you want. That doesn't mean that that the team is going to trade you to that specific place. It's whoever has the best right. assets, and they and they don't have to trade him at all. And they don't. No, they can, they can literally just like, run yeah. it back for the whole season. He, yeah. it's not the NFL where you can like hold up. You have to show up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, like not like you know, like with with Jimmy Butler, he he said to the Sixers last year, he was like, I want to get traded to Miami, and they're like, okay, well, I guess we'll just trade you, even <laughs> sure, whatever, whatever you want, sir. <laughs> like Hart, yeah, like, and Harden's asking to go to the place, like obviously, if, if the Brooklyn thing is real, like he's asking to go to the place that has like the, the worst, worst package, package that could possibly trade Terrence for him. Terrence Lamar, like, Dinwiddie, it's and so Jared funny. Allen. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, like 25 teams or more, like, in the NBA could, could offer better. And yeah, he's I like, would. no, I want to go there. Like, if Philly comes in right now with a package, they're automatically the favorite to get them. Ben Simmons. Yeah, the- like, yeah, right. Like, Ben Simmons is better than, like, probably anything else that they could like any of the teams Honestly. that would trade something for him yeah like unless golden state is like we'll trade you Steph. like <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's injury prone we'll get rid of him <laughs> right yeah I, I don't know i thinking about harden in, in brooklyn like even if that were to happen I've, I've i've already seen people in the last day write them automatically into the finals i honestly don't even see how that works I don't see how that those three work together all season. It's, it's so, so weird. So, it's, so my thing is like, if they all buy in, they could, big if again. <laughs> so I think KD and Kyrie won the big if exactly. So I think I think Harden is like a little more selfless than he probably, than he kind of gets credit for because mm-hmm. he let Russ take over the team. Yeah. So I think Paul. he and Chris Paul. So I think Harden is a little self, like selfless. And I'm not calling Kyrie and KD selfish, but I think they want a team where they can finally do whatever they want. Yeah. Because if yeah. not, they no KD will obviously still be in the Warriors and playing in the system. Yeah. But I mean, what and you Kyrie will right. s- still be with us playing and like how we want to play. So what I think they kind of. I don't think you want that. Either way, I, I, you know I, what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think they want to be like, I think they want free reign 100% of the time. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like, so that's why I say it's a big if. Like, if they were to buy in, I think Harden like being the best passer as a three mm-hmm. would kind of benefit them because they would only have to worry about scoring. But at the same time, Harden is like super ISO based at the same time. So, right. If he doesn't have the ball, he's kind of like disengaged. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so wondering, that's where it I'm gets wondering, a little iffy. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if, like, like that kind of OKC Harden, like, where he kind of did do, like, obviously more things than just, like, take layouts yeah. and two threes. Like, like he I was like the like, point guard with um, Russ and KD. Right, or even just like they used him like off ball because he was playing with Russ and KD. Like, because mm-hmm. since then, obviously, like he hasn't really had like other than with Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook the last two years, like he hasn't really had like another like high usage, I guess, like no. point guard next to him. Like, so it's going to be interesting. Like, it's going to be like. I like I have no idea how they like write up an offense for that kind of team. Exactly. Like it's, it's just like insane. Like you're you're gonna say Kyrie go be you know go be Joe Harris like go be go be an off ball shooter. Like it's I don't know. Like I'm way above my pay grade. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eight years of being like the only ball handler or just being right. able to do have the coach look at you and say yo go do that. And go do right, this, go like, do all that stuff. <laughs> now you're in a yeah, situation like suddenly, where you're like, hey, don't do all of that. <laughs> right, like so, suddenly you go from having to like either pass like on a roll to to, to like Clint Capella or PJ Tucker or like pat, like your role man goes from Clint Capella to Kevin Durant and in the corner instead of PJ Tucker you have Kyrie Irving. So it's like, exactly. yeah, like he'll be like, yeah, sure, like take the ball. I don't want it. You got shot like, Yeah, I don't got yeah. to do shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know you saw the um, the two K clip with a guy put Harden on the nets. <laughs> he was like, oh. "This is their offense," and it's like they end up taking turns like drifting for like five seconds. <laughs> that was hilarious. I saw that. I mean, they could not stop laughing. <laughs> it's. Just, I mean, it's so funny too because like the coaching staff and how like everything that's come out where they're like. Kyrie and KD have like they want so much control over you know the, yeah. the offense or I guess how they run the team in general. It's like no coaching staff, just vibes. Like <laughs> <laughs> no locker room, just vibes. Like, but I think gonna be, but I feel like they really do want like that to a, a lesser extent, which makes it right. Kind of well, isn't isn't D'Antoni an an assistant on that team? Or am I imagining yeah. he yeah. is right? Yeah, yeah, with Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve Nash and. Uh, Iman Shump, no, Iman Shumpert, um, Amari Stoudemire. Yeah, right. So that's right. It's, yeah. it's, it's the craziest locker room I've ever seen in that my life. Gonna, like, I that's the that's the that's the team I am just going to look at for entertainment next year. Like, right? I don't they could either be just like they could either be the best <laughs> team in the league or just like a middle of the pack team. <laughs> yeah. It reminds. Do you guys do you guys remember that first? Like, I, it was like the first year the Rockets hired D'Antoni after Kevin McHale left when yeah. they had like Ryan Anderson starting. Do you remember that first game and they scored like 140 points or something? Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, this is new basketball. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. like that. It's just going to, yeah. And they have, um, who else was on that team? Um, it was Ryan Anderson. Clint Capella was oh. there, right? Yeah, I think he might have still been on like the bench at that point, though. Like they yeah, might have been starting had, Anderson uh, at, at center. Yeah, they were starting still on the team. Yeah, no, he was gone by then. Yeah, this is like post Dwight Howard, so Jeremy Lin was gone. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, okay. The first year with Eric Gordon, too. Yeah. That's like the right. First, yeah, the first that's month right. Of the season, that's right. Harden, <laughs> Gordon, um, Ryan Anderson, like spamming threes it's all day. Just chucking, yeah. right. <laughs> and I think they still have Pat Beverly there, too, right? Yeah. Even Beverly yeah, was getting yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was an interesting Oh, my team, God. It's a, it's a hilarious team. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> like, so it could be like that in Brooklyn. Like, just a hilarious, like, I mean, still probably good. Like, I think, yeah. that, like, even if they don't trade for Harden, like, they're going to be good. Like, Tyree Irving is good. Kevin Durant's good. Like, Terrence Levert's really good. He is. Yeah. It's like, it's not like they have, like, bad players. It's just that last year they didn't have their, like, actual no. two best players. They were hurt all last year, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. And, like, my thing is, I, I want to know what happens with Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, my thing is, if you're going to go get yeah. someone else to play either one or two in the starting lineup, why not just put him there? with Kyrie Irving mm -hmm. why not I, I mean, think like I think from I mean from what I know he's kind of like the guy that's like he's like he really wants to get his like mm -hmm. he, you know if, if he has the ball in the end of the game like he's like yeah it's, it's Spencer Dinwiddie time like yeah you know even when he has Kyrie even when he has KD like so I think that's kind of a dynamic in the locker room that's happening a bit I think like um and also just like he's on a good enough contract to where like other teams might want to give up something for him. Like, mm -hmm. like something that I saw was like, like Spencer Dinwiddie for like Royce O'Neal. Cause then Royce O'Neal is just yeah. like another off ball guy. Cause like they have Tyree and KD. And then if they're keeping, like, I think they love Levert. Like if they're yeah. keeping Levert oh, yeah. long-term, he's another guy that can, that can like initiate or like handle the ball. Like it'll just end up being too many, like with KD, with Kyrie, with Levert, with, um, mm -hmm. Dinwiddie, it would just be too many, like I like guess too many cooks, like mm -hmm. just, and I think, just trying um, to get. And I think Kyrie and KD really like Levert and want him there too. Yeah, maybe not at yeah. the expense of like getting Harden, but just in general. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't give up. Well, I mean, <laughs> if I could, no, yeah, he's, I, I he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You don't need all that. You don't need. If you have it, it's nice, but you don't necessarily need all the star power. Yeah. Especially when it's more currently like bit twos or you no know, for the moment opposed to the trios we saw just like two years ago. So yeah, <laughs> I mean if it's like if KD is KD, like they're just gonna yeah. be really good anyway. Like, exactly, because he's just like he's KD. Like, but even if he's like to say. even if he's like seventy percent of old KD, that's still like a right. really really good player <laughs> oh, sure. yeah or even sure. if even if like he could do everything still he just moves slow because he tore his achilles like that's still really yeah. good too like that they still sits he, 11 yeah maybe shoot over everybody yeah right like he maybe he can't drive as well but like he, he could still mm -hmm. shoot from anywhere he could still post up from anywhere and like i'm sure he has ways of getting to the rim just because his arms are longer than anyone exactly. else like yeah <laughs> this maybe this maybe his possession a little closer to the basket yeah. Then, like, right, oh, like you want him to attack or drive. He really is one of those guys that I don't think you ever have to worry about. Like, no, nah. unless he just no unless, he gets, unless he gets hurt again, then that's the only issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if he's healthy, he's too good not to find a way to produce at a high level. So, right. Sure. Right. And they traded for um, what's the name? Bruce Brown from the Bruce Pistons. Bruce Brown. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's a good player. He's like what? A, he's like a three and D guy, something like that. He's like a wing. Yeah, he's wing. he's pretty. I mean, he's alright. Like he's not yeah. like 
some like game changer. I think yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna pretend to watch the Pistons. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. The only thing about no, the Pistons that that I'm interested in is Derrick Rose. I, I I would I, if we're gonna get rid of Brad Wanamaker or however that's that situation is gonna shake up, Derrick Rose would be one of the guys I would look at that I would like to have on the team if if we have to make that move. Either that or or or, or, or uh, just Waters. I like Tremont a lot. Yeah, just I like Waters. Yeah, he's just a little he's a little tiny, but I think he's really smart though. Oh, for sure, for sure. You could tell, like, you could tell he's really like he knows how to play. Like, yeah, even at like he could play at like an NBA level. Like, you could and tell. I watched him. Um, watched him make magic out of nothing, like at LSU that last year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he was lighting up summer league. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what other trade. Anything else happen of note today? Besides, I don't think so. I don't, I don't we got some so. guys opt in. DeRozan opted in. Robin Lopez, I think Wesley Matthews opted out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's up with Anthony the guy that opted out? Yeah. <laughs> AD, to, AD to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the guy that um, the Magic just signed today? Was he overseas or something? Their rookie from last year? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, Chuma Okiki? Yeah. He didn't he tear his ACL in March oh, last year or okay. something. Oh, that's what happened. I remember. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm like 99 percent sure. So does he, he like, get to start his rookie deal like a year after everyone else? Or? I have no idea. I guess, he just, well, I I never, guess he just took I, a year. I've never I, seen anything like that before. See, that's weird. See, see, I would. Didn't that happen? I think that happened with. Yeah, well, because it happened with Blake Griffin, and I, or maybe Blake, maybe not, or it happened with Ben Simmons, obviously too. Like, yeah, like but they this whole rookie yeah, year. Signed. Yeah, but but they signed that same year though. Oh, they're saying oh. he just now signed his rookie contract today. That's interesting. So maybe yeah. maybe they had him on like some sort of two way or something just to keep him like like in the organization, you know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I really, I don't know. That's not my. Uh... <laughs> very weird. But I hear that they're uh, they're willing to let go Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen the Warriors as yeah. like a hot spot for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have like that, um, like a trade exception, I think, from Andre Iguodala, and I think he fits. I think he fits into it. I'm not 100 percent sure though. Yeah. Um, because he makes, I think it's somewhere around like 16 million, and he makes something like that too. So, I like Aaron Gordon. I think Aaron he's Gordon's right. for 16. I think something like that around there. It, it's pretty help. low. Like, he could help with money. That's cool. <laughs> Run, That's running back cool. money. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you think we're trading Hayward for? Or if he gets traded? I don't know. Like, it's so weird because it's like, at the same time, like, there have been rumblings like that he's going to opt out or, or that he doesn't like it in Boston or that it's like, you know, Massachusetts foot blue. So he's like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, at the one. same time, like, <laughs> <laughs> and this, like he wouldn't I don't think he'd opt in if 
like he thought there was like a big chance he was going to get traded, you know? So like if he's opting in, I think he thinks in his mind that he's at least going to be able to play out this year with the Celtics or at least start the season with the Celtics and go to the mm-hmm. deadline or whatever. Um, because there's no point in him opting in if he's just going to get traded. He'll just go sign somewhere. Like, yeah, unless he wants um, to um, keep that last bit of money on his deal. Right. So he's, not getting, the other part he's is, not getting that 34, but he might get like 25 or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it would be 25, but then it would be another 100 million because it would be four years. You know, because yeah. like, Do you like think Atlanta can pay him that, I think. He probably will. He almost certainly will. Like, I don't know. Like, he'll definitely get, like, Jalen Brown money, I would think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which yeah. is over 100 million. Like, like, I mean, Al Horford just got 130 million or whatever. So, yeah. like, so he has to rest of, like, That was out of spite. He, I don't even, I don't even <laughs> consider that normal. He's at the, <laughs> at the, the least he's getting is 20, I would say. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. even if it's, even if something like average, like, you know, like 20 per year, 25 per year, like the equivalent of like a four year, hundred dollars, something, hundred million dollars, yeah. something like that. Like, like there's this no, like he's still really good. That's the thing. Definitely. Like, that's kind of what I've been saying. Like, I don't think I've said it too much, like on the timeline, it's more been in like DMs, but like, he's really good. Like he was yeah. probably the Celtics like third best player this year, maybe like when he was healthy, like people for like before he broke his hand, he was playing I think he amazing. Was, I think he was our best player before he broke his hand. Then yeah. of course, he, Tatum made the right. pass like everybody. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he but, also like, saved us in was, the playoffs too. Right. Like he, like, um, like, uh, yeah, obviously before the hand injury, he was playing great. And then in the playoffs, like he's just another guy that can like, you trust like to make yeah. decisions and to create advantages, like in a playoff mm-hmm. setting. Like he's a guy and that he, can shoot dribble pass. And the chemistry right? like, between him, Tatum and Brown is amazing too so phenomenal and Kem- and kemba too even and kemba like, so i don't think there's three like wings in the league who could fit that well together yeah right it's and it's just always good to like have a guy like him on your team even if it's yeah. like you know obviously he this would be his last year like it, it's just good to have like a really good wing because it's just you know you never know what could happen someone could get hurt something can happen exactly. and you have another guy on your team that you trust to like he could play point guard essentially you know, mm-hmm. so it's sure. like I would say I'm I'm like firmly anti trading Gordon Hayward. Obviously, like complete yeah. lame human being. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I, like, I don't I don't mind him coming back. It's just like it's just he if puts he the ball wants in the basket. Like, yeah. Right, right, exactly. It, there's there's that whole like you know dynamic to it. So yeah. I don't know. Like my my personal feeling, like don't trade him. Um, if he does get traded, like I don't know. It's so weird because like. Obviously, like the salary has to match, and it's like, would a team give up like a first round pick for him? And if there, if there's a team willing to give up a first round pick for him, like how good is that pick going to be? Yeah. Or if they're willing to give up a player, like are they willing to give up a player that makes them worse and us better? Like you know, like I don't know, like yeah, it's all just like risky. I'm I'm not yeah. I'm I'm not on the the side of trading him. Like I don't think he needs to be traded at all. Right. If if for some reason he doesn't want to stay, try to get him to sign and then do the trade. Like, yeah. Right. So get him to opt in and then move on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if he doesn't, and if he doesn't want to be here, he's just gonna opt out. 
and it's like you can't you couldn't have done anything about it anyway like yeah because so. that that was in his mind from the start so yeah, but, yeah. you know no no control I'm not mad. I like it. I like it either way. If he stays, if he goes. My, oh, yeah. I think my preferred package, if he does leave, is to kind of flip him for Drew somehow. Yeah, that would be really cool, honestly. Yeah. Like, I keep, like, I can't fully talk myself into Miles Turner for some reason. <laughs> Especially not him, like, alone. Like, every time, I, I will have the, I will be, like, set on him for, like, maybe a couple hours. Then I'll get bored and just start thinking. They're like looking at numbers and it's just like, ah. <laughs> like, like, that's a lot of money for like what he actually does bring. Like the thought of him is like what he what you want him to be is a great thought, but what he actually right. is, he's not a bad player, but it's just like I would just say earlier, should we really pay this much for maybe slightly better ties? Yeah. Right. Like that's what people like get caught up in is they're just like they get caught up in like the idea of what Miles yeah. Turner is. Like he's gonna come out here and, and shoot ten threes and block five shots. Like yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. he's shown that he could do that, but like not like super consistently. Yeah. Um, so it's like I can't really fully like if it happens, it happens, cool. But I right. can't really exactly. like see yeah. my I can't go out of my way and like starting the whole hype train for him like I would any other guy we trade for. Yeah. But yeah. like that's why I say I think Drew will be my preferred swap for Hayward because that's you know another all NBA defender, probably the best defender at the position at the moment. A good shooter, yeah. ball handler, scorer, who he can fit right in the like, star lineup. And you yeah, like, I, like he smart. would probably be like Vega. You want him running with smart then, right? I mean you yeah. can have like you could have like that's the thing about like if you have Kemba Drew Marcus Smart as like your three guards like you could They're play really any two in a matter of time and it's like Anima- yeah it animates Kemba a little expendable if the need to trade him ever happen I'm pro keeping Kemba of course I don't want to okay. get that missing true yeah. okay. no I'm not, I'm not adding, <laughs> no I love Kemba or if he does get hurt with another knee injury or something like that then you shift ball handling duties over to him opposed to shifting them to smart like we were a lot last year right and even like even like Kemba's proven already that he could be a really good off-ball player like playing off yeah, Jason Tatum absolutely. like and that's you know like like and that's just a really valuable thing to do to be like a guy who at one point in his career was like this amazing like you know almost probably I don't know what his peak points per game was but like incredibly like high 20 like, guy. maybe like 26 I think yeah, probably something like that. And this is like on so much usage, like drive being the yeah. entire team, like putting the entire team on his back for like an entire season and then winning like thirty games. But like and then coming over like here he last went from year, back. and this is like you wanna play over he's like bet. Right. And it's like, Oh, I have Gordon Hayward and Jason Tatum now. Okay, like oh, yeah. to play off of like so it's per- it's like a perfect place for him to be, and he's shown that he's like really good at it too. So oh, yeah. adding another guy that he can he potentially play off of, or like Drew can easily play off of Kemba yeah, too. Like I re- like I think the fit like because some people have been saying like the fit concerns are like mm-hmm. there, and it's like okay, like there's overlap with Marcus Smart, but like Drew would be probably like the best at the Celtics on getting to the rim, like from day one. Yeah, like, definitely. So it's like there he brings skill sets that like the Celtics don't currently have on the team, which is valuable. Absolutely. He, Absolutely. Has, he has one more year on his contract, right? He has um like two. Two. Yeah, so we get him for at least two yeah. years. 
Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at it. But and he makes like what twenty five. So you could probably so if you were to trade him for Hayward, you get him and one other player if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, we would have that. Probably. I don't know how. I don't know how exactly like the matching works. Does, I don't know. Yeah. I've never. What about Redick? Is Redick? Uh... He is he is a he free agent? agent? Maybe. I'm not he sure. Get, no, I think so. he signed. He signed with the Pelicans. He's still there. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look he must have signed for two. <laughs> and uh, how Drew stats when he averaged what nineteen? Don't oh, Nineteen six and four last year, and shot thirty five percent for three, which is you know league average. So yeah, yeah. And that's what splitting time with um splitting handles with Brandon Ingram, who became the how useless guy. That's what Zion in and out the lineup. So. Yeah, yeah. JJ Redick signed one more year for like thirteen million dollars, so that might be too much, honestly, for Hayward because yeah. what Hayward makes like thirty three, right? Yeah, so thirty three, thirty four. Yes, it might be too. I don't know how it will work. Yeah, I'm just anti JJ Redick in general. So, <laughs> oh, are you? Are you? I don't like him. Really? I don't like him. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if he was on the team, like I'd root for him. Obviously, like if he's hitting three, if he's hitting 44 percent of his threes, like I don't care. I'll get over it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's like, I don't know. It's just like a, like, like a dick. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, trade for Drew, maybe. Get a big for cheap, see if Baines should come right. But I probably think he would want to stick in Phoenix if they just have Chris Paul. But you never know. I would. Yeah, oh, he's such, he's just give, such a great guy. Give me Definitely. Baines in exchange for Ojale. <laughs> no offense to Sammy, but the Suns probably hang up the phone immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or at least cancer. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. cancer, cancer right. Right, now, right. He has an option. I forget if it's team or player. He's player. Player. Oh, this is some. Well. This is some earlier. Like maybe a couple weeks ago, about him wanting to test the market. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'll... Yeah. Go test it, Ennis. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> get get the bag. Get a bag. Come Fast, on. Fast. Get the bag, Chandler. Don't Go worry about the little less love you. We'll be fine. <laughs> o- Oklahoma, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they need it. Yeah, they need a star to build around now. Go back. Don't yeah. <laughs> mental those young guys in this. <laughs> oh man. But no. But uh, what was the other trade? Uh, I think John Carlos was like, "Hey, where did we get some Hawks pits or role players back or something like that?" So who? Um, remember John last week? It was like Hayward to Atlanta, or we get some type of pits or whatever. Oh, I never heard. Oh, that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you like I mean, a couple of Atlanta like draft pits? Oh, yeah, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Like a three team deal. Or wasn't something? was it also was this in like an article? Because I remember there was also like a Hayward for like Harrison Barnes. Oh no, I didn't see that one. That one I saw. Okay. This was just this was just something I saw floating on the timeline. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is then. I mean, like, I think, like, my, like, I guess, thought process on, like, Hayward trades is, like, like, there's almost no Hayward trade that you could do that's not going to make you worse, like, this next season. Like, if you trade Hayward, like, 99% of the time, like, you're just going to be worse next year. So you're banking on the fact that, like, he's going to leave in free agency no matter what after next year, assuming Mm -hmm. he opts in. 
mm-hmm. so you just want something in return, which is yeah. fair. Um, but, but like, my trading, thing is, you can't trade them just to trade them or trade yeah. them for a bundle of role players because then we get negative value in return. Right. Which right. why if we do trade them, you want at least a similar skill set, which has been my whole thing this entire time. Yeah. Yeah, or a player I, like a player that can like at least you know you could trust like at the end of games to make a good decision or to create exactly. an advantage or do something like like a Drew Holiday type player like a, yeah that's what I'm saying that's why guy. I was um that's why I was saying like a James Depot, Harden type player a couple of weeks <laughs> James Harden <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was saying um Oladipo a couple of weeks ago like just to throw a name yeah. out there like a player like just that type of right. skill set yeah don't give me don't trade Hayward and just bring me bad lights some shooters and some like late right like, like the one, don't start, the don't one that i like the one that i saw the harrison barnes one was like J, uh gordon hayward for harrison barnes and nemanja bielitsa and it's like okay like i get it like bielitsa like <laughs> he has a skill set that the celtics don't have but like he's under contract like one more year and then you have to exactly. pay harrison barnes like 50 million dollars oh, for the next probably. two years harrison barnes, so like you're saying, harrison barnes got that much Harrison got, Barnes I, for yeah, that. I think he artist. signed an extension. <laughs> he did. The, like, teams, the teams traded for him, then paid him. <laughs> yeah, like Yo, that's see. a horrible yeah, he, team, man. That front office is he, trash. That's what that's what irritated oh, Buddy last summer. Yeah, he had three more years left for uh for sixty million dollars. So yeah. you got to pay Harrison Barnes for three years. So you're saying like, yeah, we think Gordon Hayward's leaving, so instead we're just gonna pay worse player. $10 million dollars less, but for exactly. three years. like that's that's my like that's my thing with that contract is like, or with that tr- like fake trade is like you're just yeah. trading him like you're saying oh we get long term you know we get a player long term but it's like we get a bad player long term exactly getting, like, so it's like either so it's either keep him let him walk or get fair value I would love to keep him I don't yeah I don't care about that right. I like I just try to keep him and be like, hey, like you want to resign here after next season? Like hopefully he takes something less than what he's like quote unquote worth. But like even like I would just rather try to resign him as a free agent next year exactly. than than have to pay Harrison Barnes than waste two years of Jason Tatum's prime paying <laughs> exactly. Harrison Barnes like three years oh, I should no. say three years. Harrison Barnes <laughs> like the most. Like definition of an average player that you should yeah. find. <laughs> right. Like you're gonna be paying thirty year old Harrison Barnes eighteen and a half million dollars. Like I don't want to be champion Harrison Barnes though. That, that pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> you paying for the experience. Second overall. Wasn't he a second overall? Wasn't even the, the nah, he was oh, no. he was a second. He might have been like fifth, maybe. He was in a, he was in like the top ten though. See, like if we're gonna do he something. was in the Anthony Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Harrison Barnes was the truth that rookie season. I thought he was a future. I know, right? <laughs> I <was rolling. laughs> if we're gonna do something like that, I would want Serge Ibaka. Yeah, Sir, see, Serge. Serge is an interesting one. Serge is an interesting one. I like. I don't remember his contract, but like, um, he's a free agent now. Like he's, oh, he is. Yeah. That, see, like that. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting one then, because like. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Like, he's, like, still theoretically, like, a good player. Like, he does things that are good, and he has skills that the Celtics don't really have exactly. at this point. Like, yeah. so it's, it's shooting, it's shot a better option. Right. Yeah. Run right. Him so, run, run him out there with uh, Robert Williams. That would be – that would be very interesting. Right. Hitting his third yeah. prime, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Service just keeps going. We should we should have just traded Terry Royce there for him. <laughs> See, that was when that was the fall off period that when that was happening. So he was looking too good. Then, like you know, the next yeah. year he he's back at it. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like that was that was when Terry was playing good and Serge was playing good. Serge was you know Serge declining. And then the next year he bounces back for like the team's time in the stream. <laughs> the fountain, the fountain, he found the fountain of youth. Right. Oh my god! So some interesting options out there though. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about Mobamba? I don't know. I haven't seen much of him. I think he's yeah, a that's the problem. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. he's, and he's, he's yeah. I don't think, and he's having like a yeah. real. He has a real battle with COVID too. That's really yeah. Um, he's still like some long term like issues. Sick. He's still yeah. dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Last time he came out today, like, like, go ahead. Like some sort of issues. Oh, Sorry, Dan, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> no, you good. You good. <laughs> nah, I didn't know that. Okay, well, never mind. Yeah, I th- I think it just came out today, like, which is crazy, but like, hmm. that's yeah. Hope, you know, I hope he gets. Yeah, back. praying for the draw. Say yeah, but yeah. I said praying for the draw. I hope he beats him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But if he, but if he was like hell, he'd be a solid maybe project. I guess the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to kind of like what I was saying earlier with like why you don't necessarily want to pay like a center a ton of money. Like if you just have like four or five guys that you can run out that have like differing skill sets, like, mm-hmm. you know, like like I said before, like you got Rob, you got Grant, you got Tice, yeah. even like Ennis had like a skill set, you know, and, and there are guys that you can get in the draft and that have skill sets or like even guys that you can sign for the minimum mm-hmm. that have skill sets. And I, so think, like, and I think the center position is kind of like – starting to re-elevate itself again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But unless mm-hmm. you have one of those guys, like a Bam, Cat, Jokic, Embiid, yeah. guys, if you aren't just to him, unless you have one of those guys, you don't want to, you don't want to, like, make the big deal or try to swing the fences for somebody who could be that and pay him big money. Mm-hmm. Opposed if you <laughs> right. draft one and then you let him become mm-hmm. one of those guys right. would, in that situation you pay him. Right. It's, it's the guys that like it's the guys that can create like it's the big yeah. you know seven foot tall or whatever close to that like creators like yeah like you know Stephen Adams is a good player but he's not a creator like no, you know he's not he's not creating for himself he's not really creating for others so it's just like it was, uh, you don't want to pay a role man twenty five million dollars a year no offense uh, Stephen Adams is really good <laughs> at it but like hell no <laughs> uh, but let's get into the draft a little bit though that's where you would come to. Expert on here. <laughs> <laughs> so first, so, yeah. first, who is the number one pick? Um, all right. Like, well, th- there's a lot of ways to answer that. <laughs> there's there's who I think is the best prospect, and then there's oh, like yeah. who, and then there's also like who Minnesota is going to take number one. Oh, okay. Well, who do so you think is like, the best prospect? My personal opinion, and like again, this is based on like my conversations that I've had with other smart people. Like, I don't really watch a ton of the guys. Like, I watch I watch a couple games if I can, but like, this is really just based on like conversations I've had with people like Max Carlin or, or Jackson Frank, guys like that, um, who like do this. Like, they watch like hundreds, not hundreds, but like many many hours. Of yeah. Games. Like, yeah, they yeah they be on these guys, <laughs> right? And it's, it's like they know these guys better than they know their own families. Like. So based on, so again, based on like conversations I've had with them, um, 
like the the top three guys I'll say are there's Lamella Ball obviously Anthony Edwards and Killian Hayes, and then it's really kind of just like a matter of like preference essentially. Like I yeah. I'm a big fan of Killian Hayes. Like I think if I were the Celtics and I were picking number one overall, I would take Killian Hayes. Mm-hmm. If I were a lot of teams, I would take Killian Hayes. Um, he's just kind of like a six, five ish. He's gotten, uh, D'Angelo Russell comparisons, which I don't think is true. Like they mostly make those comparisons cause he's like, not really like a bursty guy. Like he's kind of just a little slower. He's better than he, I would say he's faster than D'Lo is currently, but like, he's just like a kind of bigger point guard. Uh, go ahead. That's not, that's like, um, good looking jumper on him. That's all. Yeah, yeah, his his jumpers were he he's done a lot of work on his jumper because he used to be bad um from what I know um at shooting and then but like yeah, just like a jumbo point guard, jumbo initiator that can like just do a lot offensively, like versatile defensively as well. Um he's pretty strong for his size, I think. Um and he's got like I said, he's gotten those D-Lo comps. I don't necessarily see it. Um but he, you know, and the one big downside with him as of now is he really doesn't have a right hand. He's lefty. Um, does not really have a right hand, but like he could play, like he could do a lot of things. Like he could take off the dribble jumpers. He can initiate in the pick and roll. He can play off ball even. So he's, he's just like a perfect kind of guy um, that while like he may not be at the level of like a James Harden or like, you know, like those really elite, like players elite offensively. Um, he's, he's like, he's almost surely going to be a very good player who can create, yeah. which is important. And then who I think the Wolves are going to take is Anthony Edwards, um, who went to Georgia. He's kind of like a um, – just like a really athletic, like, off-guard kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. Like, instant, like you see some of the things this guy does, like, just in, like, mixtapes, which obviously isn't really necessarily, like, indicative of how good a player is. But, like, yeah. the guy can jump, like, out of the gym, right? And it's just a matter of, like – how engaged he is because like he really didn't show a lot of like defensive engagement and stuff like that but I mean like for what the Wolves want like they're not going to trade Delo, even if they like maybe should like they're not going to do it um so like they're not going to draft Lamelo, they're not going to draft Killian Hayes like they're going to draft Anthony Edwards um and obviously they're not going to draft guys like Wiseman either who is another guy that's like in that top or mentioned to be in that top tier Okay, I like um I like Edwards for the most part. I saw a lot of um some of mm-hmm. his um college film, pretty yeah. good score, like you said, just yeah. the other end of the ball. But I think that's right. a lot of young guys now who are kind of a lot of offense first. Mm-hmm. So that's I guess their like, ticket to get on the floor. Right, like he also like he also stayed I think like at a public school in Georgia or whatever school he went to in Georgia. Um, which, like, a lot of people gave him crap for, like, oh, he didn't want to go to, like, a prep school to be, like, better, like, which is, like, I mean, he wanted to stay home in Georgia, which is fine, like, yeah. I don't knock him for that, but also, like, he, like he, he's not going to have to play that much defense against, like, public school kids in Georgia, like, <laughs> when, he is, when he's Anthony Edwards, like, he's just going to score 40 points a game and they're going to win, like, yeah. I, the Warriors would be a great place for him, too, because, like, Imagine just being, like, a 19-year-old kid who's, like, good. Like, he has the skills and just being able to play off ball off, like, Steph and Draymond. Like. Yeah, and you learn. <laughs> and that's, like, that's a great place to just learn from a, mm-hmm. how to be a pro at the, from a young guy, too. Right, right. So, I guess, to get back to the question, though, like, I guess my number one guy would be probably, if it wasn't Killian, it would be LaMelo. Um, mm. You have LaMelo. 
Say again? So you highly on on Melo. Yeah, I mean he's another he's just like another guy in this class, like like jumbo big initiator, like six seven and is going to like run your offense. Like mm-hmm. yeah, the shooting is still like dubious and like whether you believe in it or not is really up to you. Like um he had some really like big problems getting to the rim and finishing at the rim, but like as far as just passing like IQ go, like he is he is really just up there. And I think he has like wow. good defensive instincts as well. So like he's like he was kind of a meme, obviously, for a while. So like, yeah, like, but he was like, <laughs> he was like sixteen when he was a meme, though. So <laughs> I figured about the time he actually got to right. The point, he so, kind of, so I remember right, those little like, silly traits. So, <laughs> so for him, yeah, for him to be mentioned as like a number one pick potentially is like crazy. Um, but yeah, like he is another guy that's in the running there, and then uh, Edwards is in that is in that like top tier uh, yeah. of guys as well. Yeah. Killian so, too, like if if we want to get like I was gonna say but just real quick like Celtic specific like if we want to talk about like guys to trade up for like a lot of people are saying Nyeka Kangu who is good like I wouldn't be mad if we did that but like if you're gonna trade up you trade up to get Killian Hayes because um, like he would be just like a perfect fit in with Kemba with Jason with Marcus Smart with Jalen Brown yeah. it would be like seamless. Gotcha, gotcha. You told me something yesterday about um Kira. What's you said he wasn't a good fit? What is that like? What do you mean by that? Kyra, Lur- yeah. I mean he's yeah because the last couple of months or so that's like been one of the main names I've seen floating. So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering about that. I mean, yeah, he's probably gonna be like a lottery pick still. Like mm-hmm. he's probably like if I had to guess, like probably in the like nine to twelve range. Like maybe the Knicks are just like screw it, we'll take him another guard, but. Like, he's kind of just another small guard. Um, and it's just, like, if, if you're not going to get someone like Killian Hayes who can, like, defend up or be more like a creator for others, like, don't, like, don't get me wrong. Kyra's a good player. Like, he's going to be good. Um, but, like, there's just, like, better players who would be available at 14 who are better fits for yeah. what the Celtics want to do. Gotcha. Um yeah, like if like the, even like the Kings wanted to draft him, it would be cool just because like yeah, there are definitely fit concerns with him and like Fox, but it would just be the fastest backcourt of all time, and it would just kill people in transition. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that is kind of the draw of Kyra. He's just like a really fast like, and I mean he can he can run an offense too. Like he's he's just he is a good player. Um, yeah. Do you see yeah. us actually trading up into the lottery? I don't know. Like, this is something that I've thought about, too, because it's like, it seems like Danny Ainge never really does that in the draft. Like, every year we say, you got too many picks. You got to trade something. You got to do something. And then he drafts their Sonia Baselli at 16. Um, so it's like, if I had to make a guess, I would say no. Um, like, also, I don't think, I think the Celtics met with Inyeka Kongu, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Um, so it's like maybe they're just doing their like due diligence if he falls or whatever. But I like if I had to guess, I would say they wouldn't do it. Um, but if they did do it, I would think I guess they would take the Kongwu. I think so. Yeah, because I don't see the need for us to even have the pick. Yeah, I, we, I don't, don't, we don't we don't have the roster space for three picks. Exactly. Thing. Right. Exactly. That so, is the problem. Yeah, just trade the picks, get a vet. Let's call it a day. No. I, I honestly right. don't care about about the picks, to be completely honest. Yeah, I mean, there like there's the argument that like you want guys that are gonna match up to Jason Tatum's timeline too. 
and yeah, like sure. you're also yeah. yeah and like you want guys that are on like cost controlled contracts like you you know you're gonna have them for this amount of money for the next four years yeah. like but they still like have to be contributors on the, at the same time though. right which is right. why that, like which is the problem yeah. I like Langford, Waters, and 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 Grant Williams because they all mm-hmm. do that. Robert Williams mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. They all match up timeline wise. They're all on good contracts. They, mm-hmm. they give. Well, aside from Waters, um, we've gotten great minutes from the this season. So, like, I honestly could could make a. Uh, an argument to where you move Ojale, Ennis, and uh, Poirier, and you just slide those guys in and just keep going. Because yeah. it doesn't even, it, at this point, it doesn't yeah. make sense to even draft anyone. Right. The, yeah, the path, like, I think the path to, like, real contention or, like, like to be a real title, like, championship team is, like, you, yeah, obviously, like, we have Jason Tatum, who's about to be, I think, no, he would sign his extension this offseason, but his last year of his rookie contract is this upcoming year. Yeah. So, like, the path to, like, being a real, like, contender title team is, like, either you have guys like Steph Curry who are just, like, GOAT-level, like, <laughs> like, unanimous, like, you have a yeah. unanimous MVP or, like, a LeBron James or, you know, something like that or Kevin Durant on your team. Um, where it doesn't matter really who the rest of your team is. Like, you just have these, like, insane mm-hmm. good players. But even Steph, right? He was on a lower contract those first couple of years. Right. Yeah. Right? Clay was on a lower contract. Um, so, like, the past the contention is, like, you have your max guys. Like, for us, that would have been, obviously, the past couple of years, Kyrie and Gordon and Al, and now Kemba and Gordon and Jalen Brown is going to be this year. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have your max contract level guys. But, like, to to really put yourself over the top, like, you have to have, like, that all-star level producer or that yeah. like all NBA level producer who's still on a rookie contract. Yeah. Like, cause if you're not, if you're not going to have like that third, like if you have, let's assume like you got two max guys, let's just say for like max, max, which is Gordon and um, Kemba, like beyond that, like Jason Tatum is on his rookie contract mm-hmm. and he's like an all NBA level producer, like, like fringe MVP consideration level yeah. producer, like, so it's like you have him, and I, I mean he was obviously the Celtics' best player. So like, like that's what you need. And and the Celtics made the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And right. they went up against another team that had an All NBA level producer right. contract. And bam. Yeah. And let it be known that we be that we only did make the finals till we took ourselves out of the games. <laughs> yes, yes. Miami did not. I, I like. We beat ourselves. I like burned yes. those games from my memory. I like completely yes. like like removed them from my entire like i watched them i remember watching them i have no recollection of what happened like yeah, it's, it's like yeah. it's like um, watching like it's like watching young lebron choke away like playoff games to like a lesser extent because like you just don't know how to <laughs> close the games out right and i mean like that's what like oh, i've argued yeah. that like the celtics the celtics biggest problem last year wasn't like it wasn't that Jalen Brown isn't good enough. It wasn't that Gordon Hayward sucked. It wasn't that Kemba couldn't hit a shot. It was that, like, Jason Tatum isn't yet good enough as yeah. the Celtics' best player Tatum to be the just, best player. He just doesn't – like, he's talented. He just doesn't know fully how yeah. to be that he's, guy. He's, he's knocking on the door. Like, he's like right in, there. Like he's 22 class, years old. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the big hur- the hurdle for him last season, early in the year, was just going. Mm-hmm. 
So he mastered that during the regular season. But then during down the stretch of those tight playoff games, it's a completely different story. And yeah, that's where he's right. at now. He has to um, get to that hurdle. Yeah. Right. And he like he's like I said, like he's knocking on the door. He's like he's right, right there. there. Yeah. He's right there. And it's yeah. like he's twenty two years old. He has so much time to figure it out. He's exactly. gonna have five more years on the Celtics. Like we're gonna have until so, he's at least twenty eight. So yeah. Right. So it's like you're like you just gotta hope that like like beyond getting another guy like on a rookie level contract that's going to be like a real all-star level contributor like the hope is that like jason tatum essentially becomes like a true mvp candidate like a top five ish uh guy because that's like that's that is the way to be like a title team and if that 25 10 and sits he was average during the playoffs is like him who he actually is then i think that's the bet you take so right i mean he did like in literally like in the playoffs alone or in the bubble alone like he made the same like leap in passing ability that it took Kawhi Leonard eight years to do. So like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So he's right. he's on the so, right like, track. I'm re- yeah, I would say I would say he's definitely on the right track considering yeah. he's like younger than us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my thing is just in this drive, we just need if we do keep any pit, obviously we keep the 14th pit, or we package that with another and move up. I guess. Mm-hmm. But like we just need one really solid contributor. So my mm-hmm. thing is like, if we could include the other pits in the package, factor another player or so, and like I said just draft one good player with a, whether that's a guard, yeah. a big, or if we keep, or if we trade fourteen in a package and then hit like on our twenty sixth pick or whatever, that'd be fine too. Yeah, I mean, and there are like, I mean, in the second round especially, but like. You could even argue in the in the late first because we have twenty six and thirty. Like you could argue in the yeah. late first round. There are good, there are a lot of guys even that like if they wanted to stash. Like there's no like. I think I said this last year too. Actually, before the draft, like there's no rush to make a trade. Like, no. and you said it before, Sam. Like you don't want to make a trade just to make a trade. Like exactly. You know, because like you still have to pay players. Like you still have to like you know get players. You still have to find someone who wants to trade with you. Like you still have to find a player that's going to want to play for the Celtics or like be a good fit. Like you're that that still all has to happen. So it's like, yeah. I mean, like I'm I'm at a point where I'm neither opposed nor for <laughs> like trading. Like if they do it, I'm gonna obviously be for it because I, I think yeah. it's the right thing to do. But if they use the picks, I'm gonna be like, all right, like I'm getting so, my uh, I'm getting my Tyrese Maxi jersey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so what's up with the um the kid from Maryland, the Jalen Smith kid? Jaylen, they was telling me okay, they was so, telling me he's more like our tw- if we were if he was there like at 26, we would take him opposed to our lottery fit. Yeah, definitely not. Like he's he'll be there in the late lot or not late lot. He'll be there in the late first. Like he might even make it to the second round. I mean, the draw with him is that just like, he's a big who can shoot, um, which is kind of cool, but like, he can't really move um, is the problem. Like his, oh, his okay. hips, he just has like awful hips basically. Like he, he just can't <laughs> move like laterally. He can't turn. He can't change direction. Like, but he's uh, a big okay, who can gotcha. shoot. So it's like, you know, yeah, positives and negatives, definitely. Down. Right. So it's like, like he is definitely not going to be like some defensive stopper. Like he's not. He can. Yeah. He, like remember how Rudy Gobert looked guarding Steph? That's going to be him guarding anyone. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> he just can't. Like he just can't. Like he can't turn. 
he's got oh, so, yeah his hips are just so like i think the way it was described to me was like his hips are so high off the ground he has such like a high center of gravity Ooh. that it's just like yeah I mean, he okay. got, he's got long legs he's tall yeah. like so if a big were the so, option it would be to trade up for the guy from USA. I, I can't i don't want to butcher his name <laughs> Anyeka, Anyeka oh, okay. um, yeah, and, we there's also um there's also xavier tillman uh, yeah, in the late first round. You, you might be able to snag him uh, with like the 26th or 30th pick. He he played for Michigan State. He was just really yeah. good. Um, like he's like the draw with him again. Not like the greatest rim protector necessarily, but like yeah, he's a little he he's a little, he's a little undersized too, isn't he? He's like what six nine six eight? I think he's yeah. He's not as tall. Um, his combine measurement was 265 pounds though. Like. Hmm. Yeah, that kid, he can, like, he can actually, like, really guard, like, anyone. Oh, true, true. Or bigs, I should say. Like, like, yeah, you know, really and then, it, like. Get physical down there. Right. And he has, like, such a versatility in, like, how, like, what defenses he could play in. Like, he can guard pick and roll. He can guard in the post. He can guard, like, if he has to switch. He can guard drop. He can do this, that, and the other. Like, he can guard so many different coverages. Like, and then also the draw with him is, like, his passing like out of the short roll or out of the post or out of anywhere like he's a really good passer um and then he showed like he shot he shot a little bit um mm-hmm. he had like that at the combine or whatever workout he did he shot like 48 of 50 or something like that means nothing it's open gym like it really means nothing <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. <laughs> it's more about like what his shot looks like and how willing he is to shoot. And I'm sure, like, the Celtics had Aaron Baines taking threes. They'll have Xavier no. Dolan taking threes. Like, <laughs> he, um, um did he a free throw shooter? I don't know off the top of my head, honestly. Um, I, I haven't looked at his, like, actual stats. I would, I would think so. Um, yeah. Because I feel like, I, I don't know much about college basketball, but I feel like if you're a big guy taking threes in college basketball, you better be a good shooter or else you're going to get, like, yelled yeah. at. You're at least like, a good like, <laughs> mid-range. You'd be at least a good mid-range shooter in the NBA because the college yeah. line is a little shorter than the professional one. Yeah, yeah. So like that's uh, that's kind of the draw with him. Like he's a guy that like if the Celtics drafted him at 26, I would be really happy with because again, it goes into that like thought process of like having. Then you got him, like arguably as a rookie. He because he was a senior, I think. So like he's already 22, mm-hmm. 23. Like as a okay. rookie, he'll be playing. He could yeah, like he could play at the end of games like. We know Grant can play at the end of games. We know Tyson can play at the end of games. Like, you have, like, a bunch of guys who can play at center, cost-controlled. Like, you're not, you know, and then you just say, okay, like, go guard and beat for 10 minutes. Like, just hit them a couple times. Like, you're big. Just hit. Like, you know, you have five guys. Just lean on them. (laughs) Right. Exactly. 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 So, it's like, um, as far as bigs go, yeah. Like, and again, if they did want to consolidate the pick, trade up for a Kongu. A Kongu is the same thing. Like, as far as like defensive versatility goes, like he is amazing in that. Like he can guard literally every coverage you want him to guard. Like he is so smart yeah. defensively. Um, the Gosh. one thing again with him though is he's like six nine. <laughs> yeah, he's a <laughs> like, big if boy. You're, like though, two so. inches taller. Oh my god! I think yeah. yeah, I think he has like a seven four wingspan though, which is so, insane. Yeah. Seven two maybe. Bam is only like yeah. six nine two. So right. I mean and. He's pretty good, I think. Yeah, do the tank. <laughs> and um, another player. What's up with the? Is Wiseman the favorite for the Warriors? I think that's what's been reported. Um, I mean, I think the Warriors have leaked that they've they like basically every player in the top ten. 
so you never really know. Like they just want to like, trade want that pick. pick so. <laughs> right, they just want to trade that. Like they're like, why are we adding a 19 year old to our team? Like so if we want to go for a championship. They're gonna win um, in the yeah. second pick us the dust. Right, and then like, <laughs> well, even the Minnesota pick in 2021 with like top three protected, that's a good pick too. Like, yeah. So they're just trying to get off of it, but yeah, Wiseman has been linked to them. Um, Wiseman has also been linked to Charlotte. Uh, they're saying like Charlotte wants to trade up to one to draft Wiseman, which I think would be foolish. Um, the thing with Wiseman, like he, he's a good player. And from, for all intents and purposes, he seems like a great guy from what I hear, like really awesome guy. And he kind of screwed over the NCAA, which is like, which awesome. you always love to see. <laughs> right. Like, absolutely. Like he got a bag. He screwed the NCAA. Like we love it. Um, but the thing with him is like, again, like just really can't move other than like North South, like, him running in the open floor, amazing, right? Like, he's a seven-foot, like, one guy that can run faster than, like, all of us, can jump out of the gym, right, and can do stuff like that. But when it comes to, like, guarding in space or guarding the pick and roll, like, I would rather any of us be doing it as opposed yeah. to James Wiseman. Like, he just gets lost <laughs> in coverages. Like, he, he like it's not even effort with him. Like, he just gets lost. Like, he's just lost. Um, and compounded with like he can't really move laterally. Yeah, um, so he'd be in, like um, like with Anthony, he'd be in a, another good team if he does good job to the Warriors though. He at least has like exactly, a I mean, Draymond to cover up for a little bit of his right. Flaws. Yeah, like and if when I'm Steph a top is out there getting thirty a game, so you know. <laughs> right. If I'm a top ten prospect in this draft, I am praying that the Warriors draft me. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know, missing the defensive rotation is a little less painful when Steph just walks around right. and like catches the three to make up for it. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, you want me to put, you want me to bench me? You want to bench me? Fine. I'll sit at the end of the bench. I'll just watch a Warriors game. Like, I don't care. Like, exactly. So yeah. Yep. Um. What? Yeah. I mean, Wiseman, if he falls to fourteen, which is not going to happen. <laughs> like I'd be fine with the Celtics taking him um, just because he like, again, like the skill that he has that no one else on the Celtics has is he's enormous. He's like seven, two, yeah. like he's enormous and he could probably run faster than anyone on the Celtics. Like, <laughs> so again, it's, it's, if he falls, which like I said, he probably won't. He's a guy. Um, do you want me to go into some of the guys that I think the Celtics should draft at 14 or go ahead. Take it, take it away. All right. So, I mean, your your Kentucky guy, Tyrese Maxey. Hey, his um, his lack of a jumper doesn't like scare you away a little bit. All the people that I've spoken to think he's just gonna be able to shoot really well. Like they believe in the shot. So okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll t- right, like that's what I'm saying. Like if you okay, like you guys take it, I'll take it. Like, um, and even with, but even without it though, the Celtics have enough shooting to cover for that yeah. easily. And again, like he'd be a guy that if he came onto the Celtics, like he'd probably be the best guy getting to the rim on the team. Like, immediately. Right, exactly. Like, and he's another guy that can, like, Kemba can play. I mean, obviously, probably not his rookie year. Like, Brad's not playing him. But, like, <laughs> like Kemba, Kemba can play off him. Or, like, like he can play off Tatum and Kemba. He can cut. He can slash. Like, he can do all these things, play in transition. Like, he can attack off the catch. He can attack off the dribble. Like, he can attack closeout. So, it's just so many things that he could do. Um, that the Celtics don't really have. So yeah. he's like, yeah, I would say out of the guys in, in the lottery range, he's number one for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Who the other guys? Um, yeah, other guys for that 14th pick include guys like um, Patrick Williams. Um, he's kind of like a big wing. I would lean more towards like a big as opposed to a wing with him actually like 
Um, think almost like uh, like Marquise Morris kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is with him though is he can't like he's not the greatest mover. Um, like so when he's de- playing defense, he's more of a big. Um, but I think also the draw with him is like he's just like enormous. He he's really good at defense, and then he can kind of shoot a bit. Um, yeah. Is is and again like the whole thing with like versatility of coverage is he can play in a bunch of types of defensive schemes and be really good because he's just like smart. Gotcha. Um, and then another guy that I'll highlight is just is uh, Cole Anthony, who is a guy that's kind of falling down on some draft boards. Like some people have him even in like the late teens to twenties at this but point. He was um he was lighting up before he got hurt this um in college though. Right. Yeah. He had. I think like people basically say he had like a nightmare college season. Like he he just couldn't do anything. But like the one thing that he can do and that we know he can do, like from all his high school tape, from all his college tape, from every from all his tape forever, like is he could shoot and he could shoot off the dribble. He could shoot off the catch. He could shoot anywhere. So like even if like and if that like that one skill is like pull up shooting or just shooting in general, like if that's the only thing that he could do. And he does everything else at like a average level. Average level. Like he's gonna be a he's gonna be at least a backup point guard in the NBA for like that years because that's yeah. that right like that one <laughs> skill is just so so good to have like like he will be able so like that's why I have confidence in Cole personally, um, yeah. and I would be fine again okay, fine if the Celtics drafted him. So, um, yeah, that, and uh, like that's it. That's it really for the 14th pick, though. Like there aren't that many guys that I think will be there that kind of entice. That um, that um, Devin Vessel kid's a um, pretty good shooter, though, isn't he? They saw 41 percent yeah. from three in college. Yeah, I think like there was that video of him a couple weeks ago or like last week where he shot it like like behind his head <laughs> <laughs> that went viral. That people, but apparently he was just joking around. So like let's hope yeah. it's true. But yeah, he's. I think the draw with him is he's a bit of a, like a shot maker, like a tough shot maker kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. Coming into the year, I think there were concerns about his shooting, um, but I think I like from again from what I've heard from people, like he alleviated a lot of those concerns, and he's just like like but he's just like a wing, you know, and he's a guy that you can really never have enough of um, right. on your team. I feel you, I feel you, and hold on, that was another name. Oh, I got a right here, give me one second. Oh, RJ Hampton? Yeah, there we go. That's what I got asked about. <laughs> um, what do you see? He's, I had him on my thing. He's like a guy we would take with our 26th or 30th pick, obviously. What do you, yeah. what do you think about him? So he didn't really get a, I mean, um, a lot of PT, um, and what is it, Australia? Yeah, yeah. There's definitely, like, concerns with him. Like, mostly just, like, he could just end up being, like, a guard or a small wing who can't really shoot and also can't really defend. So, like, that's kind of, like, he's kind of, like, a bit of a low floor type of guy. It is risky, yeah. um, especially for a team like the Celtics where they're not going to, like, get him reps where he's yeah, exactly. needed. Um, yeah, so, like, I, I've kind of, like, I'm kind of lower on RJ, especially for, especially for the Celtics. Um, there are guys that I would rather take as far as he goes, but I mean, he's like, uh, yeah, it, it, he had too many concerns, at least for from yeah. my perspective. That's but, why I always like looked at him as like a, a project guy. I guess we took with our 30th pit, then right. let him play in the G League and maybe bring him up if we had like an injury or two or so. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm, I'm also confident in like 
Maxi or, or or Cole Anthony or even like Pat Williams being available at at like thirteen or fourteen, excuse me. Yeah. Um, for the Celtics to be able to take, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I either take her. I said we don't move up and get on Yekra. But I kind of want a bid so we don't end up overpaying for one like in a trade. But if not, I'll definitely take Maxi or just a guard, a backup guard in general. Right. And let one yeah. Yekra walk. So I think that's the position that we do need. Because Smart plays mm-hmm. a lot of minutes with the starters. He starts right. a lot of games over the season, too, whether it's for rest, he, injury. Or probably and he rest also Kimba. plays like a wing. Exactly. Like, and we're going to rest, like, rest Kimba a lot this season, too, I would say. Yeah. To, oh, like, yeah. preserve yeah. his health. So I think that backup yeah. point guard is a position that we do need because whoever job is going to end up playing a lot. For sure. Right. So, like, again, like, this goes back to Derek's point. Like, maybe you do just want to trade the picks for, like, a vet. So you get a guy yeah. that you're, like, sure of. One, sure of can play in the NBA. And Sucks. two, like, you know that Brad's going to actually play. Like, yeah. play in the yeah. So, like, <laughs> again, like I said, exactly. like, there's definitely, like, if they end up trading the picks for a vet, like, obviously this conversation is all, like, mood but like i'm just like selling the like i'm selling you on the guys that like you know that should be available that the Celtics should be nah, taking if they keep the thing yeah, that's all we got you here for anthony. man yeah i'm still on cole anthony for sure if that were to happen. yeah yeah i'm just like like i said like i'm just so sure that he'll like just because of the one thing that we know he does really really well like i'm so sure that he'll be an nba player like Definitely. at least at least they're fine NBA player as like a backup point guard who just comes in and just hits threes and can pass. Yeah, that's it. Long like, as long as he's playable, knock down a shot here and there. Maybe right. grab a grab a steal or something. <laughs> right, like like there's really not there's really not much that you need to do if you're hitting pull up threes. Like, exactly. yeah. and on this team we have every other need filled in some type of facet. So all yeah. we need is right. our rookie to just play little spots here and knock down the shot there and just keep the floor space. Yeah. And just, just show us something like, you know, like Romeo showed us on defense. Like he showed us that he's like a really good defender. Like I keep forgetting about Romeo. I cannot wait for Romeo to play this year. I'm looking forward to it. I think Romeo really, I think when he gets healthy, he really is going to help out a lot on both ends. Yeah. Obviously he can, he can play defense and then he gives us another off ball slasher cutter. Guy could easily yeah. get to the room, and he would fill that mm-hmm. spot that Gordon Hayward would leave if he right if he does go if he does the walk. other wing like, spot in, that we need. Yeah, in college, like I don't, I don't really watch college basketball. I hate it. Like when I watch a lot of these guys, like I watch their high school games. And I don't like college. But I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch a public school in in Minnesota than watch like any college game. Um, but like, didn't in college like Langford kind of do that almost like Maxi type thing where he like he could just always like he was a great finisher he could get yeah. to the rim yeah like, and plus his know, thumb like, was hurt so he you know he can't right. shoot so much oh yeah, yeah so his broken his broken jump yeah. shot like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Romeo was like, so, like Mr Indiana basketball like his senior yeah. year right so. which like means doesn't that like isn't that meaningful like. Like, yeah. isn't Indiana, like a low-key good basketball state like yeah, yeah it's a basketball state. really good yeah really good state yeah yeah so just like a freaking high school yeah, legend I, over there, so. yeah right i'm excited for him i'm excited for grant too like like yeah, like I'm i really said earlier, you need grant. these guys on the rookie deals to like be all like be I mean, maybe i won't say all-star but like but be they playable need to be like high-end starters like exactly right. and, and then, if and, then, and if they at least need to be attractive for other teams at the same time 
Because you want to show that you, because like, because the thing for not losing a star today is that you need to show the star that you're going to be oh, aggressive sure. in getting better, which is where the other poor front offices keep failing. Like the Bucks are going to lose right, Giannis because they didn't. I mean, the Bucks are going to lose Giannis because they didn't trade for Chris Paul today. Yeah. Right, like, like which is why <laughs> I was, we're starting the we're going to start the the cat to Boston uh, narrative soon. We're, exactly. we're getting it started. We're almost there. <laughs> so yeah, so that's another thing. You, so you need to at least draft attractive players. Yeah, because you never know what a bundle. <laughs> you know, you never know what one good pick in a bundle of role players is going to get you Anthony Davis. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, like you trade Josh Hart for Anthony Davis. Yeah, like you yeah. told me like two years ago that you trade Lonzo Hart and Ingram for AD. I was like, stop it. But you, you know, you yeah. never know. So. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, I think too, didn't like I think the the Pelicans got like every basically every Lakers pick, right? Other than yeah. like this year they or own, no, they someone they else their picks for like the next year. five to seven. Every year after this year. Yeah. And I think they yeah. got like there was something in that deal that made it even better. Like obviously the Pelicans got rid of Anthony Davis, but like yeah. they are like they were gonna lose him anyway. But like there was something in that deal that made it I forget something with the picks, like that made it even better for the Pelicans. Like, something yeah, that the Lakers definitely didn't have to do that, like, they just did. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, I know, I know yeah. what you're talking about. I <laughs> yeah. can't think of what it is. So, something we laughed about it whenever, whenever it was that day. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it. I can't I remember. Still, oh, I still well, laugh like, I'm still laughing. I remember. That's one of those trades where, like, I remember exactly where I was, like, when that trade happened. I was with, actually with one of my friends who's a <laughs> Pelicans fan, like, when that trade happened. I, and I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I was, um, Mike, I was like, Mike, they traded AD. <laughs> he was like, and I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was on the phone with one of my friends that day. I think I was on, I was, I was driving home from work, maybe. And we was like sitting on the phone, like, yeah, some, some, mm, looked at my phone, I was like, oh, Ethan Davis got traded. <laughs> oh, t- so that, texting and driving, Sam? Mm. No, no, I was in the yard. I put it to the yard. <laughs> the car was turned off at this time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> And then I was right, talking right, on the I phone, not Tetsu. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro, oh, some, man. some. Oh, Anthony Davis is a Laker. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, but that's the thing, like I said. So if the pits aren't, like, if they don't turn the stars for us, you at least want to convince another team that they'll be great role players or great stars for them long term. Yeah. So you right. can stay aggressive in the trade market and have valuable assets. Yeah. yeah, like trading trading for players on rookie deals is like the best thing you could do. Exactly. Like if you really like a player, like you have him under contract <laughs> wow. and you have like restricted free agency rights for him. Like yeah. if you love that player and you're willing to pay him, like trading for him on his rookie contract is the best that's thing fun. you can do. You don't want to waste Tatum Prime or have him second guessing. So I say stay aggressive. That's, yeah, like, like but I don't think he'll worry about that because his he's played with like a different core almost like his first three years so (laughs) yeah but like if i'm if i'm danny ains like i have jason tatum on speed dial anytime i think about making a trade or signing a free agent i call him first like are you okay with this like like that's what i'm doing for the next five years like you don't want to you don't want to offend the star especially in this era where stars are just like walking out and requesting trades by the day so yeah right i mean and like also like jason tatum is this good at age 22 like the list of guys that were this good at his age 
is very, very short. Exactly. It's like, like the LeBrons and the KDs or the Kobe's and, you know. Like the the best player on like a conference finalist fringe, fringe you know, champion, not championship, but fringe finals team. Like, yeah. like yeah, you could say, oh, the East is weak or, oh, the Bucks choked or, oh, like they shouldn't have beaten the Raptors. Like, no, like they still did it. Like they still exactly. did it. And they like did said, it in part because Jason Tatum was good enough was to get phenomenal. them there. Their youngest conference final team ever. Now the one is us, too. right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like where Jason Tatum arguably was the best player that year exactly. too. Like it's, so it's, he's us, been the best it's us and OKC in the top three. Yeah, right. So it's like like the the parallels exactly. It's like like obviously I'm not saying Jason Tatum will ever it's be the level that KD is, yeah. but like that's like that's the trajectory. Like that's the level he's at as a 22 year old. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like obviously, a reasonable person, even if he maintains this level of play, like for the rest of his career, like he's a Hall of Famer. Like if he maintains this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if he's twenty five, like thirty one, for like five right. more years, like he's a, you're a whole, you're incredible. A Hall of Famer. Like, like exactly. so, like to, to even like fathom that he can get better than this is like insane. But at the same time, it's realistic and it's reasonable. Right. Like, yeah. And I like, and I still like Jalen's fitness to him, at least for the time being. Just like I said this other day, Jalen isn't a star or the guy you give like the heavy touches to and say, go do this like you would Tatum. But he's still the guy that you want to keep worked into what the team is doing consistently. While I he's mean, on he's the like, he's a really good off ball player. Like exactly. at the end of it, like like he's a really really good off ball player. He's a really good shooter. He's obvious. Like he was right. Um, like he's arguably arguably. The high- the um the lowest usage player for anybody that averaged twenty in the league. Yeah, this past is season. that true? I I actually didn't know yeah. that. But like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I mean, arguably like the best spot up shooter on the team in that like, yeah, like Gordon Hayward might be a better spot up shooter, but he doesn't do it as much. Or like Jason Tatum yeah. might be a better spot up shooter, but he doesn't like he's the best shooter on like any sort of volume. Like, exactly. like the things that he the things that he does well, uh, Jalen Brown, like he's like better on the team or the best on the team at yeah. um yeah. it's just that like like he, he has to minimize some of the things that he doesn't do well <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think we had a good personnel for that like we like i said that's why keep smart on the floor with the starters that's why if we trade hayward that's why it's so important to get that same value back a creator because hayward creator. on the floor was like the best thing ever for Jalen's right. ascension this season for sure right I mean, even if you get like, I'm trying to think of like a random one, like like Thomas Sadoransky, like he's a guy, like he's a guy that. Wow, can, like, that was bad. I mean, obviously, you get you get someone else from the Wizards. I don't know why I'm why he's on my brain. Or I can hold. Um, or is he? In? I forget what team he's on. I have no idea. <laughs> Wizards or Bulls? I don't remember. I think he's yeah. Wizards. Okay. Wizards he was on the Bulls yeah. first. He was on the Bulls first, and now the Wizards, right? No, that was Wizards the other first, then Bulls. Yeah, so he's whatever it is. Whatever it is, I think it is bold. I think it is bold. Yeah, but like, like even if you get, but like a guy that's just going to be able to initiate offense and yeah. utilize Jalen as an off-ball player, where exactly. he's maximized, because like that's right. where yeah. he's going to be his best. Is when and he's even his screens. and even his few on-ball touches, he can. He's still good at beating all guys off that first step, or and he's developed that little post jumper. In the mid range right. too, which you want to take advantage when he has those mismatches. Yeah, right. So it's like you want like this, and like you said, like the Celtics have great personnel to be able to maximize what Jalen does well. 
because they have Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, and Gordon Hayward, and Marcus Smart, four guys who are, like, really, really good at initiating offense, creating for themselves and creating for others. Like, really, really good at it. All really exactly. good passes. So it's like they have, they have the personnel. Exactly. And he's, like, our second best player in transition, like, after Tatum, of course. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he might even be the best. I I have to go look at like the numbers again because there's yeah. like there's like those because you know, the he has to, shows, like yeah, he has to, he's possession. like the most athletic guy on the team in terms of, like so he just has that physical advantage over most guys that Tatum hasn't he quite developed yet either. He runs fast. He jumps higher. He's yeah. uh, he's stronger and like bullies guys more consistently mm-hmm. right. than anybody else. Like, right. like that Mavs game where he kept like bouncing around Jalen Brunson in the post. Every time he like matched up, <laughs> that's always so funny to me. How we always bully Porzingis. Right. It's always hilarious to me. <laughs> so, so we so we have a good core, guys. So. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Then, yeah. So. Right. Again, and, it's um, like it's like I hate to be like doom and gloom, but it's like I'm not even doom and gloom, but like. It's the, the biggest the biggest problem is Jason Tatum is not good enough. And obviously, like, I'm not saying that Jason Tatum isn't good. Like, he's an all-NBA level player. Like, exactly. he arguably should have been all-NBA second team this year. Maybe not even good. Maybe just not, like, fully smart enough yet. I would probably right. say. Right. Like, he just needs to, like, and this is going to, I mean, it's, it's probably harder to go from, like, the level he's at to the level he needs to get to than, like, yeah. I don't know, like, from, like, a bad player to a good, a regular exactly. bad player to a good player. Because, like, to get to that level, you have to be, like, the LeBron James, the Steph Curry, the... Exactly. The, um, uh, I can't think of any other players. But if, he can just, <laughs> but if he can get just, like, maybe a tier below that level, because obviously their level's, like, top 10, 15 all-time level. So if he can just get, like, maybe that second-tier superstar level and that pair him... That mediocre kind of level. Exactly. And just keep building great teams around that, we have a good chance there, yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. too worried about free agency this year either. We probably just I don't need even to know who the free agents are this year, honestly. I couldn't tell you. Just maybe get like a decent big since Cantor's walking. Yeah, Reddick. Um, a solid shooter. I think Corver, if I'm not mistaken, I think Corver yeah. might be one. What is what yeah, is maybe. Burton's what is Burton's price tag? Because everybody that's like so high on is him. he a free agent? Yeah. I'd maybe he set out the bubble to preserve his health for free agency. That's right. That's right. right. Damn. I mean, he'll get a lot. Like, no. or at least he should get a lot. Like, that boy can shoot. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> People keep saying um, Gallinari and Jeremy Grant just opted out today. Like, right mm-hmm. before we started this. Um, did he? Started right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me see that. Yeah. So, there's some solid guys we can pick up. Yeah. We don't need any big yeah. overhaul, obviously. Right. I mean, honestly, like, if Hayward opts out, like, see, the thing is, like, I don't remember our, our cap space situation. I think if we do, like, if Hayward opts out, we would have Kemba Jalen on, like, max. Maybe, I don't know if we'd have space for another guy, but, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we could I think we're kind of capped out outside of Tatum because he's our, we have his bird rights and stuff like that. I think yeah, but I think you'd have to like do all the free agents first and then do Tatum. I think like because the order like because you can go yeah. over to sign Tatum. Yeah, but, like, his deal doesn't take effect till next season anyway. So right, right. So it's like I think you'd have to do that last. But other than that, like you could do 
like maybe you could sneak in and, and try to get a be like Davis Bertans, you know, come here. Like <laughs> we're gonna be really good. We just need yeah. you. You're the missing piece. I think, like I think if we renounce all everybody or whatever, if we get like a full mid level, which is like ten mil or so like that. I think somebody saw me the other day. And I'm not the sorry, yeah, Rosa. I, I, honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know. This is not my. This is really not my like right. area this, of uh, the salary cap is real anyway. Go over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Danny Ainge said they're willing to pay the luxury tax anyway. If we, so. Yeah, as long as we do. Yeah. So. I mean, look, like I said, like he's just got to call Jason Tatum, ask Jason Tatum Yo, what he wants. No Tatum, you fool <laughs> with us, like, <laughs> right? Like if Tatum says, like, put all our free agency money behind Jeremy Grant. Then you go get Jeremy you Grant. You do whatever you get can Jeremy to get Jeremy Grant. Up. Like <laughs> a happy Jason Tatum is is a happy me wow. and a happy us. Like <laughs> for sure. Fast, fast. Well, Jack, we have fun having you on here. In the close of every episode, we do a top five segment where I pick out five questions specifically for you and get your top five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first, it's always the generic basketball question. <laughs> Your top five favorite Celtics since you've been a fan. My favorite Celtics. Okay, in, best, no, in no just order. Just your favorites. No order. Yeah, it, in no order. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Carrie. <laughs> I got a, I got a picture of him right there. I cannot say it. You can't see the glare, but Is I got that a picture Curry? of him right there. Oh man, it's Terry, Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Terry, okay, everybody has a leftover Kyrie photo. I don't. Um, I got a shirt I have, there. I have a, I have a bobble, I have a bobble head. <laughs> um, but on that note, also probably Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then probably. See, it's so hard because it's like 10 years of Celtics, like, exactly. which has basically been my entire. It spans so many, like, different, like, eras. Like, we had the end oh, yeah. of, like, the big three. We had, like, the rebuilding years with Isaiah. Right. And then we had the Kyrie years. And now we have the Jason. T- so it's like, like, I'm leaving guys out, but it's like, oh my God. Like, um, <laughs> I guess my last one would be. You said two more. Hold on. You said Pierce, KJ, Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah, he's got, he's got and, one more. And Terry Rozier. And Terry Rozier. Yeah. Hold on. Four. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say, there we go. One more. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a toss-up. It's between Isaiah, Jalen, and Jason. So it's like, I'm, you know, that's so... That's hard. <laughs> I'm not bad at it. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> I'll just go, I'll just say, I'll just say Isaiah. Like, those years, <laughs> like, with him were just so awesome. So Legend. if you ask me this again in 10 Story. years, Jason's going to be on the list. So. All right, next question. We need two movie questions. You're a, a somewhat of a film buff. <laughs> you write your brief description on the, um, what's the little move reviewer page that you all do? The... The uh, what's the little website you guys review movies on? Oh, Letterbox. Yeah, you ha- you write your, like your two sentence Letterboxes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your top five favorite movies from hmm, last year, I guess. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. This is a uh, this, see another tough question. No, again, no order. No um, order. 
Knives Out. Right. Rocket Man. The Irishman. Um, Richard Jewell. Love Richard Jewell. And Uncut Gems. I figured you say that. Nice. <laughs> there were so many, like, there are so many good movies from yeah, 2019, yeah. honestly. Yeah, like, definitely. It was such a good, the last movie year ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And the last question. You know, I had to ask you this one for. I forgot to ask Dotsie this, so I got to make sure for with you. Keep Is it Star top. Wars question? You already know a Star Wars question. <laughs> <laughs> you already know this one. <laughs> Give me your top five favorite Star Wars movies. This I could do in order. This one I'm doing in order. Uh, Number one, The Last Jedi. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> controversial, controversial statement, but I'm making it. Last Jedi, that, number one. They'll come around eventually. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're on the you're on the agenda, Sam. <laughs> Number two. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Number three, original Star Wars, uh, New Hope. Number four, number four, another controversial statement: Phantom Menace. <laughs> um, this one has this one has this one has nostalgic nostalgic value for me. It was the first one I ever saw. Like so, yeah. I remember. I was like I was like three years old or four years old. I remember <laughs> this. I had nightmares because of Darth Maul. Like my dad just showed me this movie. And I'm like, what? I remember I was scared of Darth Maul as as a very so. But Phantom Menace number four, uh, nostalgic value for me. And then number five is probably either Rogue One or Re- Revenge of the Sith. I'll go I'm Rogue. Roll. One. I'm rolling. I'll go Revenge. I'll go Revenge of the Sith. I changed it. Revenge Rogue would be the wonderful. Rogue one, the best movie, <laughs> best movie none of us ever wanted. That's right. Exactly. The, on the exactly. <laughs> it's honestly for the last 30 minutes alone. Like that's why that's honestly Fast. why I even consider it top five. It. Last 30 minutes is like is like perfect Star Wars. Like tells tells that from Film Twitter that it's actually a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Zach knows it's okay. I'll I'll have a I'll have a talk with him. <laughs> have you all have you seen The Mandalorian? I saw season one. I haven't had a chance to see season two yet. Um, do, do you like? I'm probably. I honestly, I honestly might just wait till all the episodes come out and try yeah. to avoid spoilers as much as possible. Just because, like, like I like I'm studying, so still, so like that takes up like all my time. Like right after this, I'm going to be going into a. Uh, contract law and uh, agent principal relationships and <laughs> um, so it's like I just haven't had the time to like I haven't watched yeah. a movie in forever like I haven't really like watched shows really like I'll put no, it on in the background when I'm studying but like I haven't like so once I I'm ho- um, yeah so once I get back to that so like yeah I definitely want to catch up on Mandalorian I did like oh, the first that. season yeah like the first season like I like, I don't know. It was weird. Like I started on not really enjoying, um, but as it went on, like I got more like invested in it, and I actually no. like I actually did enjoy it a lot. Like I really like honestly, I really like the music a lot from it. Um, I thought it was really cool. Um, 
but yeah, I definitely, like I said, definitely got invested to the point where like after I saw the last episode of season one, I was like, damn, like I want more. I wish it wasn't like eight episodes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so right, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it's back. I haven't gave it a chance yet since, um, since what is it? The rise of Skywalker. <laughs> since that, my brain has been kind of distant from everything Star Wars, like the, at least the past year or so. And yeah, I can't, they, like, they did. Like they butchered they, they it did. so bad. I, chose, <laughs> I can't allow they, myself they to like... <laughs> attach to anything else about the franchise until further notice. Right. I was going to say, like, uh, um, you asked me my top five. I'll give a bottom one Star Wars movie is uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> See, my thing is, like, it was almost tolerable for me. Like, I was having fun watching it up until, like, the last 30 minutes where it just became, like, a poorly written, like, superhero movie. It was an event, like, it was, yeah, like, they tried to make it into an Avengers movie. Like, Thank you. Which I get, like, it made tons of money, like, that, that's the purpose of it, is they made, Disney made tons of money off it, like, like I just, on. like... But it was just so shameful in everything it did, like, from Ray <laughs> getting the blessing from the past Jedi to wake back up, to, right, and like, what's the name, Palpatine getting the superpower up in... Uh, it was also cliche to Ray and, kissing like, what's his name for no reason like ben, right and like stop obviously it. like <laughs> like as our uh, as us being you know heads of the last Jedi agenda like Fats. they just do all the undoing of Ryan Johnson like Come they just on. erased him they totally erased I, him and it's unacceptable dude, I spent the whole year so Celtics fan Ryan Johnson <laughs> I spent the whole year like telling everybody, I was like, yo, they should go wherever they want with her from now. It's, it's like, no matter what they do, it's going to be like, no matter what they do, it's going to be good. And then I see, right. I'm like, oh, I was like, you guys almost had like <laughs> anything they did, anything they could have done to like, I mean, obviously, this is, this is our opinion, but like anything they could have done to like pick up from where Ryan yeah. Johnson left off would have been good. It would have been like, so you, good. I'm like, you have a completely clean slate to be as creative right. as you want to for this. And you threw and it all the way like, oh, and gave us the most cliche grandpa. <laughs> oh, I read the leaks too. I was like, no, this can't be right. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. And you were like, Jack, it's as bad as you think. I was, like, no. I was like, the leaks can't be that bad. And in the theater, I'm like, oh, this is, I was like, this is, this is okay. <laughs> and then, like I said, the ending is just like, oh, my friend, my friends beside me, he's like, "This is so Disney." <laughs> like, I, know, I mean, I yeah, know. like you can't, like you can't expect. Like I, I think we kind of knew from as soon as like there was like the backlash to the Last yeah. Jedi. Like, I like we like I think we kind of knew. We saw it coming. Like they're gonna, just, yeah, they're just gonna they're, screw it. Like they're gonna screw this all over, and they did just that. I thought they wouldn't. I thought they would. I thought they wouldn't fold, but they gave in to the nerds. <laughs> They gave all the way into the nerds. That's why you never listen to nerds. Never listen. Never listen to the internet nerds. Never. Right. Stay. Stay off of Reddit, JJ Abrams. Please. Oh my God. Four chan JJ Abrams. Please, man. Please. Oh, but we enjoyed having you on, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks so much. This was fun. This was fun. Yes, sir. sir. Hope we gave you. Hope this was a good break from studying for you. It was, but unfortunately, <laughs> now <laughs> return. <laughs> I feel this is my day to go back to work in a couple hours. So, Ooh. 
Right. In, enjoy. Enjoy. I'll, I'll post through the night as I used to do while you all are like sleeping. There you go. <laughs> I'm like ranting, I'm ranting about the self like 4 a.m. <laughs> before all the for everybody getting my bad tapes on before everybody can wake up and yell at me about them. That's right. <laughs> at some un, at some ungodly hour. Just, right. <laughs> before the six p.m. crowd wakes up and is like, hey, it's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, what the hell is this guy talking about? Right, right. <laughs> but we appreciate you coming on, bro. Yes, sir. Thanks for the draft insight and everything. Thanks for having me. Thank you. No problem. Anytime. Anytime.